in the mirror, uh-huh Three K's, two A's, mirror, mirror, uh-huh Three K's, two A's in the mirror, Damn, I feel amazing, damn, damn We got up on mine What's happening? Welcome to the dojo, baby. You know what it is. <laughs> you know who this is. It's black on both sides, baby. I want half of the, your host, King Kunta 3X. That's the name I went with. Don't judge me. I sense you're being judgy. The other half of your co-host, world-renowned, locally known, universally accepted. Fuck Dennis, except for those nine motherfuckers that I team and say, this guy over here, he knows his shit. Mr. Bianas, what up, B? What's going on, Kunta? How you doing, man? Long time no talk. Doing all right. What was that? Said long time no talk. Was it though? <laughs> CB, you, you gotta, you gotta, you know, save this for you know posterity. They won't know. They'll just go to the next episode. See? Oh yeah, I wonder what happened there. Oh, saying, it was twenty twenty one. A lot of crazy shit happened there. Our listeners are they're like wait they're like waiting for each breath. They've been gone for three weeks in their mind. They're like, wait, what's going on? I need, I need, more, I need more dosage. They need to up their dose. <sighs> oh, it's because you're going to put all our business on Front Street. Uh, if you must know. <laughs> Smoking mirrors in fine, man. Yeah, we haven't missed a beat. If you must know, <laughs> I've been working on my autobiography. Uh, loosely titled, uh, what is this shit about? And uh, so... <laughs> No, no, I haven't. No, I have not. Uh, I've been traveling a little bit. No, that's also a lie. It was Mother's Day. Life was life in, and that's what happened, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Except we're, I'm not. We're only human. Uh, but I am. We're only human, Kunta. I am. We're only human. <laughs> hey, uh, B, have you ever, have you, uh, you know who Denzel Washington's uh, son is? Yes. David, I think. Yeah, John David Washington. Something like that. Uh, he had this movie that came out uh, last year. For some unknown reason, they released it, even though, you know, we couldn't go to movie theaters. It's called Tenant. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I'm glad you saw that. <laughs> when we first started talking, I didn't know that was going to happen. But when, you, when we went to the Saving for Posterity, in case future people will come back to this. So, Tenant, man, can you tell me and the listeners who may be interested in Tenant without spoiling it, what the fuck is that movie about? No idea. Absolutely no idea. I consider myself to be one of the smartest people in the room most times. But in that, if I was in that fucking room, if people are looking to me for the ability to help them through that one, fuck if I know. I don't know. You know I, that meme? I tuned out. You know that meme with that Nigerian dude that looks like a kid where he's, 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 he's like he's counting in his hands. He shakes his head. Then he counts some more and shakes his head. Right. That's how I was. I was trying to, I was trying to, well, about this and this. No, that's not it. What well, about Man, what I just don't understand. I was, I was rooting for you. I was rooting for John David to knock it out the box. No wonder they released that shit. They knew it was trash. It's not his fault. That wasn't his fault. That movie was just it was it was too confusing. What do you mean for it wasn't his fault? Sake. Did he not read the script? No, but he's just he's getting a check. Come on, that had the potential no, to be a huge blockbuster. It's Christopher Nolan. Isn't that the Batman okay. guy? Right, but but John David. It's actually kind of just getting started. The only place I know he was in before was uh, Ballers. Yeah. And in Ballers, that HBO series with The Rock, he was playing a football player. Yeah. You know what John David was doing before he was in Ballers? Uh, dishes? Playing football. Oh, wow. So in a sense, he was playing himself. John David was a running back at, uh, I want to say Howard. Okay. 
No wonder yeah, he's he actually not very tall. Denzel is listed as six one. Yeah. John David, his official listing is five nine. Yeah. Yep. So um so yeah, man. That's a long-winded way of me saying this nigga can't be taking misses. He can't be swinging and missing. I don't think it's a miss. Read even the script. Still. I don't think it's a miss even still. I think that most people are just figure, oh, this shit is too smart for me. It's probably a good. It felt like a good movie. It felt like a good movie. When you're sitting here, really, you're, B? Yes, yes. When you're sitting there, how far into it, it did that feeling change? Like, you didn't have that feeling for most of the movie. It never changed. It never changed. It that. changed me when I saw that white woman. I was like, wait a minute. And then through the movie, like, why is he so bent on saving this white woman? What is going on? No, nah, that's not what I focused on. What I focused on was production quality, um, you know what I'm saying, special effects. Uh, you know, I mean, the, the scenery, it, everything was great about the movie except for the fucking plot. Like, what? You can't be a nigga in, where was he, in, in Europe yeah. doing regular people's shit and thinking nobody's going to ask, what the fuck you doing? He had a fire. He was at, pretending to be a fireman at one point. Come on, man. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, Nigga, shit. what you doing over there? Oh, Get off shit. that truck. So you don't think there are any black Which, people in, in Europe that are firemen? Not without, not without a fucking Nigerian or accents or some shit. Uh, that's like another movie I saw. I watched that Michael B. Jordan movie. Uh... Tom Clancy Remorse It's an action without movie remorse. Without Remorse That's right Awful Same shit no that, was, no that was an awful movie No 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 Without Remorse Yes awful All of it Awful movie See I like that one better than Tenet I liked it No 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 Hold on Let's, let's be very very clear here Tenet was Not a Was Even though I said I saw Tenet I didn't really see Tenet. I told you I tuned out of this shit. It was just too, it my hurt. My brain was like, man, I got, I normally throughout the week, I'm dealing with complex problems and trying to figure out a, a way to get through these problems. When I sit down to be entertained, I don't want to have to work out complex problems. And that's what I felt like Tenet was. So I tuned out. I was, the colors were going, the action, it was moving, the screen was moving. I was nodding when, you know, I smiled at my wife when something good happened that I thought was good or whatever. When she smiled, I just smiled back, you know, to make sure that she knew I was paying attention, but I wasn't. I tuned out. So I can't so even... some background shit you're saying. There's some shit you work in, you're folding laundry, you're doing some shits in the background. Every now and then you look up and see an explosion. Oh, that's some cool shit. And you go back to what you're doing. That's what you're saying. <laughs> Pretty much. I was tuned the fuck out. But um, um, rem without remorse, I watched and paid attention and it was just elementary. The writing Wait, was... Same shit though there. Same shit though there. You got black ass Michael B. Jordan in fucking Russia. How? Well, he's a special ops, though. In Russia. Yeah, I wouldn't have picked him. How? He's he's up there walking around, just shooting off all fucking buildings and shit. I don't think so. Man. You know, he wasn't is. the only one there. Him and uh, and that that chick from um, that Wakanda actress. They they uh, that they they sent with them. She's oh, not yeah. from Wakanda, but she looks like she could be. Right. She looks like she could be a Wakanda adjacent. She's the girl from um, Slim and uh, Queen and Slim or whatever, right? Queen and yeah, whatever sure. that movie was. But um, so I, I like her, but the problem is, is that these are fucking diversity hires. Thank your left-leaning friends. These are diversity hires. They, they're, they shouldn't have been leading characters in these movies. Tom Clancy has never had a black lead. There's always been like a side guy, you know, Wendell oh, Pierce was the side you're guy. You're not going to like this then. What? Uh, Michael Kugler is writing <laughs> the, uh, or directing the relaunch of the Superman franchise. <laughs> no. There's going to be a black Superman? It's going to be Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> okay, but see the thing The difference here is that Superman is a fucking Superman So he can be any Superman can be whatever fucking color he has to be To be a CIA I mean, to be a, a, um, a 
Deep That's under. backwards, man. What? <laughs> Think about what you're going to say before you say it. You no, go no. the wrong way. It's not backwards. He's a Superman. He can be any fucking color. But for him to be the guy from Without Remorse, you're right. He needs to blend in. He can't blend in as a black dude in Russia. In Russia. It's just hard. And <laughs> yeah, he has to have a beret it, and an accent. Yeah, so uh, Superman is different. Superman can be green. That doesn't even matter. I, so I, I'm okay uh, with that. I don't know if, if Michael Coogler is up for the challenge. Ryan Coogler, man. Shit. You said Michael. I'm just going by what you said. I don't know if I did. If I did, I apologize. You're right, Ryan. So I don't know if Ryan Coogler is talented enough to do this, but I mean, I guess it's just Superman. Wait, so. wait, wait a minute. What do you mean you don't know if he's talented enough to do this? Tell me what he did, what other movie he good, did that was so good that he, that he deserves this shot. Fruitvale Station. Didn't like uh, it. Wasn't a very good movie. Black Panther. Black Panther Watch was your awful. mouth. Black Watch Panther it. was awful. I will stop this podcast forever. Right. You look like you're wearing a Marvel hat. I know you're not, no, but it looks it like you're Hall are. of Fame. What Hall of Fame? The Hall of Fame. Okay. Um, we'll get to that later too. <laughs> but um Yeah, man. No, no, well, no. So, Black Panther was come on, man. Black Panther was not the best Marvel movie, even. It wasn't much I didn't less say best. That. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It wasn't a great movie. Ryan, no, Ryan I did a, not say that either. He had, he, not, had a, he had a home run because diversity. Diversity won, and he had a home run because people wanted to see a black superhero. Whether or not he was talented, they just wanted to see it. That's bullshit. So I take it you're not going to watch Shang-Chi? What is that? Uh, Marvel's first Asian superhero movie that's about to come out. I'd have to and even, it's going to make all the money. I'd have to know about it before I could watch it. Because it's going to get all the Chinese money. Huh? I'd have to know about it before I could watch it. I can't just watch something I didn't know was coming. I, well, you don't like this sort of shit, but a lot of people didn't didn't know shit about Guardians of the Galaxy, and that shit made its own money too. And I'm one of them, and I read a lot of these shits, so we'll see what you'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, what was this other movie coming out called Eternals? Nobody knows the fuck that shit is, is but it, I'm in. Hold on, is Guardians of the Galaxy the one with the rat? The, the, yeah. lead, the lead character. I mean, think about this. This motherfucker said, "All right, what's next?" Okay, you made you know Thor, Iron Man. So, hey, man, I'm gonna make. I'm gonna do Guardians of the Galaxy with you know, a fucking raccoon that talks and a goddamn tree that talks. I'm oh, gonna make this shit work. I thought it was a rat, and they did make this shit work. It's like, what the fuck? I mean, they just. Oh my god! Yeah, Kevin Fahey, man, just just take my money. They don't swing and miss. The only time they swung and missed was a. Uh, Captain Marvel. Thor 2, which is fucking terrible and unwatchable. What about Captain Marvel? I heard that, I heard that bombed. Yeah, that wasn't great. Matter yeah. of fact, her movie's supposed to come out and even called Captain Marvel no more. Oh, shit. It's just called Marvel. <laughs> there's gonna... No, I'm serious. <laughs> they, they, the, the scuttlebutt is they didn't think she carried the movie by herself. I agree. I didn't see it, and I agree. There's a lot of backlash, and so... <laughs> so, yeah, so she getting a... Oh, Marvels, so we'll see how that works out. Wow! But shit, but back to this. Uh, back to why you liked Tenet more than Without Remorse. It's just a. It was a better put together movie. The only problem was it was just too fucking confusing. I again, I don't. I don't know if you're gonna agree with me on this either. Inception was 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 awesome. It was put together awesome. The visuals were awesome. The actors they decided to grab the the production quality awesome. The movie I don't fucking understand Inception either. I didn't. But in my opinion, Inception only required you to accept one principle. And if you accept that principle, you can go with it. The principle you have to accept is, hey, niggas can go into other people's dreams. Okay? All right. Once you accept that, then, the other, then you can go along with the other shit. That's easy. My problem with Tenant was, we're talking about reverse bullets, reverse everything, not, not reverse. No, no. I, I understood more than that. So it's not reverse. Instead, it's happening. The, it's happening at the same time, both directions. Yeah, so it's that's not shit. reverse. It's happening at exactly the same time in a different 
direction. Well, well, remember, he started off the reverse bullet. I get it, but that's because you only saw one side of it. You didn't understand that there were two sides to it. Right. That, that, so at the very first instance, you got the woman from typecasting, supposed to be a uh, homely European scientist number 87. She's trying to explain <laughs> this shit. It's like, man, why, why can't you act a little bit more happy? No, no, no. But, but in any event, yeah, so too many, too many turns. It, it, it's, it's time travel, but not. And then at some point, you got people from the future that came back to the past and they make bubbles on shit. If you leave the bubble, then something can happen. But they left the bubble a lot, and you need oxygen for some reason. But they were coming. Why. They were going from the from the future to the past. They were going in the regular direction, but they just learned about it from the person coming the other direction. And then they—that's what I'm saying. You see, right now we're confusing the fuck out of each other, and we <laughs> we're not even living that shit. But I get what you're saying. So Inception is kind of like religion. Once you believe that one lie, the rest of the, the rest of the lies work. Like it, I'll let that stand. Okay. Yes, once you once you accept one simple premise, <laughs> hey, niggas can can go into other niggas' dream and fuck shit up. Like, okay, I'll go with it. Let's just, see if this happen. You just solve religion, Kunta. Yeah, congratulations. Uh, I'll let that stand. Whereas I liked uh, without remorse because it's just your classic, you know, revenge story. You know, hey man, this dude's out doing it like he was doing it for the movies, and he brought that shit came home, and then he had to get revenge. I'm, I'm with that shit. So when he jumped and, in the burning car, that what you were all in on that? It's a movie, man. <laughs> <laughs> he blows the car up. It's on Nigga, complete tenet. fire. He's, he flipped, in tenet, he, uh, he flipped that shit over, and the guy had the gas. He's gonna do him like he did the Asian dude in uh, two in Fast and the Furious. He lit that shit, and all of a sudden, nigga gone. Next thing you'll see, niggas in a in wrapped in a one of those uh, blankets they give people at the border. I don't even remember when that. they're sleeping on the floors. I don't remember. And that they didn't even really explain how they saved his ass, but but yeah, man. So this is if you're confused, listeners. Do you understand, you know, I'm, I'm rooting for everybody black. These two niggas took a swing and a miss. And it was Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan had creative control. So this is it's his fault. But as far as diversity hires, B, you know, <clears throat> Denzel is old. Yeah. Um, Sam Jack is old. And he's got a lot of medical problems. You might not know that. Let's just say season. Do we have to say old? Sam Jack is like seasoned. 60, 60, late 60s. Seasoned. Nigga, that's old. So what am I? Am I seasoned then? Yeah, you could be seasoned. Damn, that's I don't want to be seasoned yet though. I but just want to live my life. You ain't one of these young bucks. Damn. Okay. Got got wisdom and shit. You know, you want you at the age you say, hey man, youth is wasted on the young. Mm-hmm. All right. So 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 for our age group, Idris. Okay. He's not young for typecasting. So it wasn't but three or four niggas the Hollywood calls to have leading roles. Michael B. Jordan. Uh, it was Chadwick Boseman. Chadwick Boseman, rest in peace. He played almost every goddamn major black historical figure there was. Yeah, it's Marshala Ali. That nigga looks African African though, even though he's not. And uh, and and John Davis trying to get in on this shit, but he done shot himself in the foot. So it ain't but two or three niggas that they call for for ro- for roles where they're gonna have a black lead. I don't think that John David is gonna carry a lead role all the time though. He's a supporting cast. No, he's trying to get his foot in the door. He's still supporting whether he's, he's trying like, hey, man, not. you know, <laughs> you, might, you might know my dad. Uh, <laughs> he's the black best friend at best. He's, a, he's a, you know, you might, you know, might, you might know my pops, man. I don't know. Uh, did you Denzel see, needs, need to teach him that, that accent. Did you see Malcolm and Marie or whatever it's called? What was that? Malcolm and Marie. Murray, not Maury, Murray. 
That was no. a Netflix movie. Just it's just him and Zendaya. It's two a two person cast. It's in black and white. I'll pass. Avant, it's like an avant garde look, but it's like a this is a relationship movie. Wait, wait, who in Zendaya? John David uh, Washington. Ah oh, man, no, John David done lost me. See, the thing another thing about it is you didn't even you realize watch it. Yet. Hmm? You didn't even see it. But here's let, let me finish. So in the in the in the scenes that made some sense and required acting, I realized that he can act, but he doesn't have the it. That's what I said. Like I hear him talking and he's talking with the role. I was like, yeah, but you know, his dad is like, you know, commanding. It's like the, it's like the, it's like there's a presence. He don't got it. Right. He don't got it. He doesn't, uh, he doesn't have authority. No, no, yeah. no. It's, it's, I mean, he, he, did, he didn't do anything wrong. It's just, you know, she's just, just another dude. Um, and I got news. Michael B. Jordan is about to cross that, that threshold that Idris just crossed, which is it's no longer him playing the character. It's him if he were in this situation. In other words, he's Michael B. Jordan, no matter what the fuck he's doing. Kind of like Will Smith, it's Will Smith. No matter what the situation, it's Will Smith. He can't play anybody else because you know it's Will Smith. The last person to be able to do that, to transform into the character after they were already a star, was Jamie Foxx. That, he ain't going to convince me that nigga won Ray. Yeah. And before that, I would say probably Denzel is Malcolm X. Denzel to me is more Malcolm X shit than Michael, Michael X is Malcolm X. That's crazy. Until, That's you crazy actually, but, until you actually see Malcolm X speak. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so I watched those shits, man. Uh, other thing I watched on Netflix was a, uh, was a flick called Yasuke. Oh, it's not a flick. It's a, it's a series called Yasuke. You heard of that? No, sir. Okay, you might like this. Um so Yasuke was a role this is that Chadwick Boseman, yeah, that Chadwick Boseman was supposed to play, um, you know, before he tragically died. He didn't even start filming it, any of it. So there's a samurai uh, by the name of Yasuke uh, that you know, hundreds of years ago, uh, was a samurai. The interesting thing, though, is that he was a former slave, and somehow or another. He acquainted himself in such a way that one of the, the daimyo, the leaders there, allowed him to become a samurai, which is like some serious shit. Right. Like there are people from there that can't be samurai. Right. And so it's, it's, it, this is actual real history. If you go to Japan, you'll see you know, some statues of Yasuke. It's, it's like a, he's one of their historical uh, uh, heroes. You know, I guess, you know, you know, obviously they don't want to see our black asses over there. And it's just funny. Like if you go to some, uh, like in Spain, Spain has a patron saint, uh, a Catholic church has a patron saint who's black as fuck. But Spain and Northern Spain is one of the racist places in the world. Anyway, so Yasuke. So I'm all geeked up about an uh, animated uh, Yasuke on Netflix series. They went about nigga shit, man. This shit turned into like, you know, some fucking superhero shit with robots and stuff. I was like, why? Why did you, why? Why? Like the story, why? the story seems awesome without all why? that. Why? Why? Nobody asked for this shit. Anyway, man, so that was, uh, that, that's, that's kind of what I, I've been watching lately. So don't watch Tenant unless you're folding laundry or cooking or uh, uh, on Pornhub. You need something in the background <laughs> to drown out the sounds so nobody know what you're doing. 
<laughs> Otherwise, you're just gonna get confused, or just watch it with the with the uh, with the volume down. That's you know, uh, it, it wasn't double Negro, and I thought that what I thought that's what it was gonna be uh, some some double Negro shit. By the way, Idris Elba has got to be James Bond. Come on now, one time. I like it. One time, just one time. Yeah, I like it. Matter of fact, you know, you, you can be even an offshoot. Remember that one nigga that was James Bond, and he wasn't James Bond again. There's this one dude. That's a James Bond, like in the in the early '80s. He never was again. It's a weird ass movie. Might be the third or fourth one. That's okay. Don't let's move on. Um, have you heard the Big Willie Challenge, B? The Big Bully Challenge. Big Willie Challenge. No. So Big Willie, that means Big Willard, Fresh Pin, Fresh Prince, Will Smith. Right. So Will Smith is apparently uh, upset because he's got a COVID dad bod. Okay, and he's saying he's in the worst shape of his life. So you know, you know, B. I always tell you that you are a com- combination of the people, of the five people who spend most of your time with. Okay. So we'll spend time with Jada, Jaden, Willow, and Gammy. So I guess Jaden and Willow have rubbed off on him because Will posts a picture of himself in his draws, <laughs> post saying <laughs> "Big Willie Challenge." He's, I guess you have uh, 12 weeks to try to get yourself in the best shape you can. Uh, no trainers. And you have, to, you have to do all the work on your own. You can't hire anybody to help you. So he posted that. Uh, uh, Anthony Anderson followed suit. Didn't want to see that shit. This comedian's last name is Spencer. I can't think of his first name. Saw his shit. Uh, Marlon Wayans did the same thing. So it's the Big Willie Challenge. You know, so... I'm going to abstain from the Big Willie Challenge. Are yeah, you, me too. Are you going to do the, are you going to do the Big Willie Challenge? I don't, I don't do challenges. I think they're stupid. That's fair. It is stupid. It is stupid. So Big Willie Challenge. I wish Willard well. Um, what, what, do you, what do you have going on in your life that you have enough time to do a challenge? And I mean, you know, I know people are going to be offended by that because of people who've already, who have already done many challenges. And now for me to say that at this point, they can't take those back because they're, per, they're public and they're online. So I'm kind of like saying... That they ain't got shit going on in their life. But, I mean, I don't have time. To get yourself in shape. <laughs> That's what the challenge is about, P. This is not a, this is not a busted challenge, man. This is to get yourself together. Shit, they want you to drink water and exercise. Dude, ain't nobody trying to do that shit, eat, right? That Fucking shit, vegetables. Get the got, fuck out of here. Time for vegetables, man. I need the fast food. They call it fast food because it's fast. I need something right. fast. And efficient shit. Right. You know, that's rich, rich folks shit. Uh Anyway, man, so I'm not going to do it. Uh, we'll see what happens because uh, I think Willard is realizing that Oscar just ain't going to come. Mm-hmm. That Oscar just ain't going to come. Uh, his last best shot for an Oscar was uh, was the Pursuit of Happiness. <sighs> I don't remember another decent movie he did after seven that. Pounds? Was Seven Pounds before or after that? I don't know. Though. I think Seven Pounds was after that. So if he didn't win for those two, I just can't see him. I just can't see. He didn't win for, he's at he that, didn't win for um, um, Muhammad Ali? I mean, Ali? Nah, man. He wasn't good. He was good in it, though. What? Okay, let me. Him and Muhammad Ali versus Jamie Foxx and Ray. No, Ray wins. Matter of fact, Jamie Foxx was a better. No, uh, what was my. Was a better. Uh, what was Muhammad Ali's famous trainer? Dundee? Something Dundee? Yeah. Angelo Dundee. Yeah, he did, he was a better Dundee in that movie than Will was Muhammad Ali. I guess. 
Nigga, you, you knew it was Will every time. Well, I don't know why Will. Why was Will talking like that? I, yeah, I whatever, right. man. It did suck. It wasn't Oscar worthy. So yeah, right. seven pounds in pursuit of happiness. See, he's at. He has that problem where now it's just Will doing Will stuff. See, the last person that was like that that won an Oscar was a uh, Leo DiCaprio in- for Revenant. Revenant was awful. Mm-mm, that was some. That was some fucking. It was beautiful, was crazy shit. It was beautiful. It was beautifully shot. It was beautiful, but it was an awful movie. Um, you know that nigga really ate that heart. It wasn't a heart though. It was something else. No, he's he's a he's a method actor. Nah, method my ass. He didn't eat a real heart. Yeah, yeah, he did. Google it. I refuse to believe that. Google. You don't got. Hey, man, Google it. I'm no, just saying. No, that's, I understand that on Google it says that, but you have to understand that I'm somebody from the music industry where everything is a fucking lie. He did not eat a heart. And niggas don't be having money like that. They just be they they on just because they on a video showing cars and jewelry doesn't mean they really have it. Uh, you want the Oscar? Or you don't. <laughs> that so nigga the point ain't, of why I'm he saying ain't no that, damn heart, Kuta. Stop it. Well, you don't got no Oscar, now do you? So the point of what I'm trying to say <laughs> is that for Will to get a role, he's gonna have to do some crazy shit where we just accept that's not Will Smith. He's not that guy. Will Smith is not that person. Will Smith he could have been. No, he couldn't have been. Will Smith is a is a, a funny actor. Um, he plays roles that um are not very deep, and he's good at that. And it's entertaining, but he's not the kind of person where you're like, oh my God, I got lost in his character. You know, I've just that's just not who he is. Uh, Pursuit of happiness and seven pounds are good. But I didn't get lost in his his performance. He's not that guy. I guess you're right. Anyway, so that nigga knows, just like me and you know, he ain't getting an Oscar, so he's got to try to figure out if he's going to be trying to be a social media influencer or something now. Has he ever gotten best movie? Hmm? Has he ever gotten See? best movie? I Am Legend. Some special effects shit, probably. I Am Legend was a dope movie. It was if you never read the book. I never read the book. If you read the book, you, you're like, nigga. So you had them rewrite all of this shit to make you look good? Fuck you. Oh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't read the book. And don't spoil it because I might read it now. <clears throat> so, so the upshot is Will made, it, made himself look as best as possible. The, you know, big happy ending. And so fuck him for that. Yeah. You know what? I don't mean that. I like Will. That, that bothered me. Uh, that uh, that one he did with Jaden was bullshit. Yeah, nobody uh, liked that. He played, yeah, that was fucking terrible. He played Satan in a movie too. Will? Yeah. Mm, must have missed that one. Bad I'm okay boy or something, that, maybe. Um, I'm okay with that one. Yeah, I'm okay missing that one. Well, what I'm not okay missing is that new J. Cole album. You heard about that shit, B? No. Did you hear about that freestyle he dropped in LA on Hot One um, Power 106? Nope. No. Well, B, <clears throat> I don't know who 95% of these little niggas is rapping right now. I don't know who. 95 of them getting shot and shit. I don't know none of these little niggas. Yep. But I do know who J. Cole is. And I thought J. Cole was like, you know, on some Bob Marley, uh, Jay-Z with the locks type shit. He's just, he's just over there. Yeah. Can't reach him. He's just, he's just on a cloud floating and smoking. I don't, that nigga was rapping, rapping on a random freestyle at a radio station. Mm. Nigga rapping, rapping, verses, verses, lyrics, lyrics. I'm intrigued. Two songs. The first one was so good, they brought a second one back. The first one was over that Mike Jones still tipping. The second one was over something classic. I can't remember. But that nigga was rapping, rapping. Best you've heard? Huh? The best you've heard? 
The best I've heard Top is five? shit since uh, since Kendrick dropped something. Kendrick ain't had a new album in like four years or something. Kendrick. So yeah, it's, people ain't rapping like that. Kendrick, wait a minute, oh, wait, wait, wait. Okay, I thought you said they were songs. I thought you said they were freestyles. Are they songs or freestyles? Okay, stop. So they're freestyles. Okay, so I'm asking the best freestyle you've heard. In years, yes. No, not better than Black Thought. When the last time he when he busted freestyle? A couple of years ago up in New York. Uh, Funk Nigga, Master I Plex. said years. Since years. I just told you years. Yeah, but this one, this one is, when somebody says years, I'm thinking three or four or five or more. Two years is a couple. That's not a lot of years. Well, I didn't hear that one two years ago, but I still stand by years. So peop, let, me, okay. let me do it this way. Black Thought is an OG. Well, he is now. Yeah. People we think are OGs are like over there. Yeah. So, so the music industry is not, he's, he's not in, Black Thought's in our demographic. Yeah. Our demographic is not driving uh, music streams and shit. We're sure. not. Sure. So J. Cole still has young people that listen to him. Now, they're not quite as young as they used to be, but he, right. still, he still has an, a viable uh, young crowd who will buy his shit. And actually, who thinks he's God? It's weird. They're worse than hoteps. Anyway, so that nigga was rapping, rapping, and uh, it's the best ones. I, he ain't rapping like that since he first got in the game. Okay. And so, uh, so yeah, so uh, listeners, go check. If, 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 you, if you ever liked J. Cole, because that nigga did switch up on us. If you've ever liked J. Cole, go to YouTube, Power 106, uh, J. Cole Freestyle. Uh, Last week, and I promise you, I promise you, you will not be disappointed. You'd be like, this nigga, this nigga rapping, rapping. Other than rapping, rapping, he's going full Shaquille O'Neal, B. Have you heard about J. Cole's, uh, what he does when he's not um, meditating, smoking, and dropping rhymes? He falls on his face when he's dunking. Say again? He falls on his face when he's dunking. You ever seen that clip? I know he could dunk. Yeah, he, 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 he got up there. He dunked, but he held on a little too long and came oh, down on no. the side of his head. <laughs> oh, no. And then, tried to, do that. and then tried to get up like he wasn't hurt. Are you like, one of those people like me? When you see like a nice dunk, but the person like either falls or crashes or damn near kills himself, to me, that like totally invalidates the dunk. I'm like, oh, nigga, you almost died. It doesn't make sense, though, because it didn't look like the velocity would have forced him to have like... Like you, it's almost like somebody tripped, like somebody pushed him when he was in the air. He was already up, and he went up straight. He went straight up, two hand dunk. Pow! He yammed, and then it's like a, a split second yep. too long. He oh held on. shit! <laughs> <laughs> and he came down on the side of his head and jumped up, and the dude was like, "Hey, man, you all right?" And he didn't even look back. He just kind of got up and like tried to run off or whatever. That but, nigga went all right. No, he, <laughs> he cried in the car. He gonna cry in the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, anyway, I heard, but I heard he got skills, pro. skills though. Huh? He's playing pro over in Africa or something. Yeah, he is. Uh, he had his first game, like, I don't know, last night or two nights ago. Um, I'm just going to tell you what I recall of the stat line, or do you want me to give you the real stat line? Uh-huh. What I recall is not that far off. Okay. Uh, three points. Yeah. Three rebounds. Okay. One or two assists. Okay. Perhaps a steal in 17 minutes. 17 minutes. Okay. Yeah, that's that's a little tough, but um in a league in Africa. Yeah, that's tough, but I don't know who else is playing that league first of all. Second of all, he hasn't played. He played college ball, right? So he hasn't played in 10 years? No, no, no. Uh, uh-uh. that nigga was training for the last 2 years. He thought he was going to get a a a look look 
with a real NBA team because of who he is. And he did get a look look. He got a look look with Charlotte. And he's like, MJ's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> you don't get your bitch ass off my kid. Get out of my goddamn gym. Why are the Hornets always involved with uh, rappers turned pro players? Because that was Master P's spot too, right? Everybody trying to be Master P. Yeah. Shit, Master P is like like Snoop Dogg and like Shaq. It's like these niggas just like wake the fuck up and say, what am I going to do today? I think I'll play pro ball. Yeah, this is where I'm doing. What the fuck am I? I'm going to jump out some shit today. Is Elon Musk shooting the rocket off today? Can I ride on this shit? Right. Yeah, that must be a, a great life just to wake up every day and know you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. And most people are going to try to help facilitate you do that. Yeah. For no particular reason. Just come up and say, I want to compete that, with Coca-Cola today. Let's let's create a cola. That nigga Shaq wrestled in a real wrestling match two months ago. Yeah. Just because he wanted to. Yep. Yes, Chuck to come. Chuck said no. Well, whatever. Yes. Uh, so, uh, but anyway, so J. Cole, now the, the, the biggest, the most interesting thing about the African league is not that J. Cole played in it, it's that it exists. Exactly. That's some Akon type shit. Yeah. I mean, there's been a lot of African players in the league. Yeah. Um, Mutombo. Bo. I mean, Bo. Yeah. Current players. Uh, uh, a nigga from Senegal. Isn't, uh, isn't, uh, the dude, uh, who played for. J. Ibaka. Yeah, Ibaka. Serge Ibaka. And then there's uh, used to be uh, Luol Deng. Mm-hmm. That's quite a few of them. There's quite a few of them. Uh, the only one that I know right now that's actually, you know, most people's name they recognize is probably Serge Ibaka. Yeah. And that's primarily from that... Uh, Elijah that, uh, one. You forgot about Elijah one, dude. We old, man. Yeah. That, that is the truth. He's the one. Nigga, we old. He's the one, though. But we old. I get it. You don't know who... Like, <laughs> They don't know who Elijah One is. They need to know who Akeem Elijah One is. They need to know. Akeem Elijah One might be named. Not might be. He's a top three all time center. Absolutely. Because he played during a during a time where there were lots of Hall of Fame centers, yeah. and all of those Hall of Fame centers is this nigga right here. Yeah. I'm trying to get him to teach me some shit. Um, yeah. Speaking of, he's speaking where of, you send your big man to learn more. That's where you send anybody to learn footwork. Yeah. Anybody. Okay, we're transitioning. So <laughs> it's not funny. Now we're gonna go into like you know some serious kind of. So the Hall of Fame was induction was yesterday. Uh, they the the three inductees that were players, uh, Jim Gray got in as an announcer. Okay, were um, Kevin Garnett. Yep. Tim Duncan and his horrible wardrobe. That nigga just don't know how to dress. I feel like that nigga be. be I'm not going to do he that. He can't do anything but basketball. That's Tim Duncan. I feel like, I feel like the nigga get his clothes from Fallis. Probably does. That. That's an inside joke. <laughs> All Tim Duncan does well is basketball. Period. I just... I don't... And he's got some braid shit going. He got some, some locks just on the top of his head. I'm like, oh shit, Timmy, trying to be edgy. Right. Yeah, I hear he's got a tramp stamp. That's not a joke. Um, and posthumously, Kobe Bryant. Right. And so the connection between Akeem Olajuwon and Kobe Bryant is that in addition to Michael Jordan, uh, Kobe Bryant uh, went and sought out Akeem Olajuwon to work on his low post footwork. Yeah. Because Akeem's footwork uh, was fucking amazing. A lot of people want to say David uh, Robinson was one of the most athletic centers. Absolutely. Um, well, he could run. He could run. He was, a, he, yeah. was, he was, he was, he was, yeah. He's very athletic. But, but as you know, far- hold on a second though. Side note, 
That all ended for me, though, the time when Karl Malone shut his body down like a robot. Do you remember that? We gave him the elbow, and Dave Robinson's feet were still on the ground, but so was his face. Have you, have you, <laughs> did you see David Robinson recently? I haven't. Man, he was like so... A, he was like a, a mailman, for real. He looks like... I know Karl Malone was the mailman. David Robinson probably looks like a mailman. No, here's the problem with David Robinson. Um... Like the front part of his hair is still there. It's like an island. <laughs> I've seen that. And then there's more hair behind it. <laughs> it's not a peninsula, B. It's an island. Yeah, so that, I don't that think whole... I'm seven feet one. Can't nobody? Shouldn't nobody be up there and see this shit? Right. We know, see you, man. nigga. But look, honestly though, he he lost all athletic ability, and he was a, he was a navy guy too. So you know, he's one of my shipmates. But still though, when Carmelo elbowed him in his face. And his feet were on the ground, but in his face, his cheek was also sideways touching the floor. And it was all at the same time. I was like, yo, this nigga, no. When nigga Carmelo's on that shit. Nobody else <laughs> takes steroids except <laughs> Carmelo's on steroids, steroids. By the way, nobody likes Carmelo. Do you know that? I like him. He's a terrible human being. I, I've heard. I've heard that he's like really bad. Yeah. Like, like granddaughters, underage granddaughters bad and... And like uh, hitting on hitting on teammates' wives. Don't like black people bad and all of it. But you know, I, I thought like he was a good teammate player. named Kobe Bryant. I thought he was on the player. Lakers. That's not going to go very far. I thought he was a great player, though. Yeah, he was a great player. Uh, horrible human being by yeah. all accounts. So I'm sorry. Uh, back to back to Kobe Bryant's induction. Oh yeah. So <clears throat> Friday, uh, Vanessa and his oldest wife. I mean, his oldest daughter. Ooh. His oldest one's name. Anyway, his oldest daughter, uh, she, uh, Vanessa, put the Hall of Fame jacket. NBA's Hall of Fame jackets are red. So his oldest daughter was wearing his Hall of Fame jacket, and she was standing in in, in place for him. And when they had the pictures and whatnot, um, the ceremony was yesterday, and MJ and his wife put him in. I have not watched it because you know I'm I'm a Laker fan. I'm a Kobe fan, and you know I just gotta sit with it and be ready to watch it. From what I've what I've seen is that she gave a great speech, kind of like she did at the funeral. It doesn't seem that like MJ cried, but then I, what I saw was emotional. I saw a caption that said emotional, so you know I'll watch that eventually. But you know it's it's just uh, too soon. You know he should have been. We should you know somewhere else, another time, another place. He's giving a speech and roasting everybody. You know, on his own, just like MJ did. So it was good he got in. Um, not good. It wasn't a it wasn't a debate, but he, right. he got in. I, I think he'd be pleased with the other two people he got in with, Kevin Garnett. Uh Kevin Garnett was the first person player to go from college, I mean from high school to NBA in like decades back in the day. He was yeah. uh and uh he had a long career. He was real he was real thin. Quick aside, Kevin Garnett. Uh, was the first NBA player I saw on an NBA court. So I showed up to a basketball arena before the game so early that the players are still doing shoot around. And the only motherfucker out there was Kevin Garnett and a coach. How early in his career? Was he a Minnesota Timberwolves then? Yeah, Minnesota Timberwolves. So was, I, he's I, young. I saw him, um, I believe, as a Celtic, and he was bigger, man. I thought I always thought he was very, very slim too. But his bottom half, like he was, he was solid. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. he wasn't little anymore. So I think that maybe in the beginning it was. Fun fact about Kevin Garnett, though, he was LeBron before LeBron when it comes to homeboys. I don't know if a lot of people know that about him. He brought his homeboys with him, but he didn't bring them. 
with him too, just hang around. He got he made he's he set up positions for his his friends. All of his closest friends, he had businesses with them, or he set up some type of um, foundation or something with them and allowed them to run it. So he was LeBron before LeBron was, but you know he did, he never bragged or, about it. You mean not an asshole? He never bragged about it. He didn't he didn't put his friends out like yeah I, I got that dude some I got that dude some. He, his friends were just close to him. I think he's from South Carolina, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, originally. And he brought all his homeboys with him and they all mm-hmm. had jobs. They made companies together and they all did things together, but he just didn't publicize it. So as much as on the court, he seemed like an asshole and you're always hearing about him getting into stuff called like Cheerios or whatever, Honey Nut Cheerios. I think that was him, wasn't it? Um, things like that. You hear Maybe about she does. You, you hear about that stuff, but you don't know that he's actually pretty quality when it comes to, um, you know what I'm saying, his, rela- his, per- his personal relationships. Well, you know, real niggas fuck with him. Just you know, real the time that at the time you and I are coming up, you know, people near our age, whatnot, real real basketball players, real OGs in the game that played the game, they fuck with him. I don't know anybody who's you know at his level who doesn't really like him. Kobe loved him. There's so many during this uh, past week. There's lots of pictures of him and Kobe joking and shit, and, and Tim Duncan over there just you know <laughs> not emoting. <laughs> Humorous laugh, humorous laugh, humorous laugh. He was Kawhi before Kawhi, as far as um, he was. O- social awkwardness. This is your new teammate, Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> Imagine that greeting Hi. when they first <laughs> met each other. My name is Kawhi. I know. <laughs> What's your name, Timmy? Can I call you Timmy? No. <laughs> Yo, that fucking bus, that game, that that team bus was the worst bus in the world to be on. Like nobody was able to tell jokes or have fun or anything. Shit, that little fucker, uh, Tony Parker. He's probably you know French people. He's probably doing all sorts of crazy shit. Uh, he's probably the French Reginald of that group. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so uh, so t- so all these pictures of Kobe and KG fucking around in all truck games, and Tim Dunk about five or ten feet away. Just in his thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, and, and so, and you know, I, I'm giving Tim Duncan a hard time because they were the, probably the, uh, the, the main uh, antagonist to the Lakers for most of the time that they were championship quality. It was either them or San Antonio for many years. Yeah. Um, Tim I Duncan, don't, he's considered one of the greatest power forwards of all time. Yes. Some consider him the greatest power forward yeah, of all time. And absolutely. if you follow the numbers and the championships, it's a pretty damn good argument. Yeah. What I don't like about it, uh, I just don't feel... He didn't make it seem like he enjoyed the game. In other words, he didn't make it seem as if he understood this was also entertainment. It's like he clocked in, he clocked out. Right. Whereas Kobe Bryant, one of the, one of the posts Vanessa had is that Someone asked her why. He, why did he play through so many in, uh, injuries? And and she said, Kobe said, "Well, what if somebody saved up, you know, just to come see me play once? Yeah, and I don't play. Yeah, you know, Tim Duncan probably felt that way too, but he just didn't. I just didn't see the passion. And see, that's the difference between those three. Kobe's passion, you know, I, I, if if you don't know, you you haven't been watching basketball in the last decade. KG, that's all he is, is passion. Right. Everybody he had to go up against usually outweighed him. This nigga was a power forward and a center in some in some certain spots back when there were centers. Right. Passion, 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 passion. Tim Duncan, nah. you couldn't know if they were ahead 
or trailing. If this nigga had 50 points, no points. Did he did he did he uh did he sprain his ankle? Nothing. The face is not changing. Not just that though. I think that um if I'm not mistaken, San Antonio and Tim Duncan are the ones that started that load management bullshit. Yeah. Popovich did that. Yeah, that so he's he's he, he as much as he's like a, a blue collar come to work, go to, go home, he's not too. Because uh, they, Popovich controls that shit even now. They do yeah. whatever the fuck he says. I mean, that's just what it is. Um any event, so so those three went in uh, uh, yesterday. Um, Vanessa gave a speech. Uh, MJ gave a speech. Uh, just like at the funeral, MJ helped her up and helped her down. I think the more we learn about it, MJ and Kobe had like a, a real relationship. Yeah. Like a real one. Right. And it's fucking amazing. We didn't know any of this shit until he died. Yeah. Not even a not even a, a peak, yeah. not even a slight no, because you couldn't you couldn't know right the 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 way that the, both those guys compete, they couldn't let you know that. I understand, but if you look at their moves, and they've been many of these things where they put side by side their their moves, yeah, they're identical. Yeah, I had always thought that's just because Kobe did what all of us wanted to do when we played basketball: copy that motherfucker, right. Even if B, I know you didn't really care for Michael Jordan, but shit, you still like, all right, you shot a fade away or two. Yeah. Your tongue might have came out once or twice. Right. So, uh, but yeah, so it's, uh, so, you know, that one was very emotional. Um, but he went in, he went in with, with, with three equally great players of that generation. Um, Duncan's probably one or two at his position. Kobe is arguably, arguably in the top three at his position. Kevin Kevin Garnett crowded, but you know he deserves to be there. Yeah, definitely. So let's talk about the next year. Who's getting in? Ben Wallace. Mm, that's a tough one for me. I'm a I'm a Pistons guy too, but that's a tough one for me. Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's a tough one for me. Ben Wallace, undersized, not a very good shooter. He's he's a, it's a tough one for me. I don't know about Ben Wallace. I mean, you want some some defensive players of the years. I mean, he won some re- some uh, rebound stuff. Yeah, yeah. He's rebound champ. I mean, yeah, I uh, get it, I get it. But I'm talking about that offensive game, and, and with no offensive game, wouldn't un- undersized offensive offensively. Yeah, but Robin got uh, Robin got in too. But no, but yeah, Robin no, Robin was the truth at rebounds and defense, though. And defense, <laughs> Robin was the truth at rebounds and defense. Ben Wallace was a great rebounder and a great defender. Bro. Robin was the guy. He's like, I have all the rebounds. All the rebounds are mine. And I'll check the toughest dude, whoever it is. I'll play him. Not only check him, I'm probably going to get him tossed out because I'm going to fondle <laughs> his manly parts and then pretend I didn't. Right. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to whisper <laughs> completely inappropriate shit right. in his ear as he's posting me up. And Rodman, as much as he didn't practice well or didn't show that he was going to do it in, in like the, the warm-ups and stuff, he played with 100% intensity. Every time he was on the court, I never well, saw so did, him. So did, so did Ben Wallace. What I, what I want to say about Robin is that he was a genius at rebounding. Yeah, Wallace was very good at rebounding. Right. Robin was a genius at defense, even though he didn't win. I don't know if he even won one Defensive Player of the Year. I don't know. Actually, I, think, I don't think he did. I think all he did was get rebounding titles. But he he is a was a known known. If you get this guy, he's going to fuck up. Whatever your front line is, 
uh, either by out, either by boxing them out, out playing them, or doing some outrageous shit. He's yeah. going. He's the type of guy. If he ain't on your team, you got a problem. Absolutely. Whereas Ben Wallace, once he was not on the Pistons, mm. just another guy. I don't even remember where haircut. else he went. Hmm? I don't even remember anywhere else he played. Honestly, that's how bad it was. Maybe the Wizards or something. I don't even know. It was. I don't know. I yeah. just. I just know that maybe he didn't play for another team. I just. I just don't. I mean. He had a, a little bit of a good run, but I, I just don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. You know, the Hall of Fame should not be a participation award. I, you know who else is getting in the Hall of Fame? Who else? Chris Bosh. Chris Bosh. <sighs> Chris Bosh. Pre-Miami Heat, Chris Bosh was the guy. Georgia Tech, Chris Bosh was the guy. Miami Heat. He turned soft or something. I don't know what happened, but there was like just he a- lost his game. That's what happened. He didn't know what to do. He didn't know what to do anymore. The ball, he wasn't the first option right. or the second option. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what it is because he was the guy at Georgia Tech. He was the guy in Toronto, but Miami. Even though he was on a great team, mm. he got, yeah, he's, he's he lost his game. Yeah. So Hall you of know? Fame. Yeah, I'd say Hall. I say yes to Hall of Fame for Chris Bosh. Yeah, I would because because uh. Toronto was sensational. Like I don't, I can't just use the last part of his career. I got to look at the first part too. But that's the part where he actually won shit. Yeah, but he can't help with that he was played for Toronto. I mean, even I think did he play with Damon Stoudemire up there? Who did he play with? Who was his? Who was his team? The real team? Nah, Damon was way gone, man. That's that's early, early. Who was who was his team? Nigga, I don't know. Exactly. Wasn't Damon Stoudemire though? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You don't even know any other players on the team. Tracy McGrady might have been up there with him for a little while. No, nah, he was after McGrady. You left. see what I'm saying? He was by himself. He might have had some time with Vince, maybe. He was by himself, so that's what I'm saying. I think that he was sensational in those in those years, and he was just mm-hmm. serviceable in Miami. He was he was number three, but he was serviceable number three. Mm-hmm. All right, <clears throat> Paul Pierce. Absolutely, I get it. It's yeah. not even. Yeah, he, hell absolutely. yeah, he's what the truth. fuck you want? Yeah, you know he's motherfucking truth. Yeah, didn't stop. So that nigga did fuck off an entire bag, though. <laughs> he ain't have to do any of that shit, B. Yeah. Listeners, so this nigga's got an ESPN contract to just, you know, just be an analyst. He just, you just sit at the studio. And talk about basketball. In your nice fit and just, and just, you know, just talk shit about, about today's game and players. And now he should have did this. Now he should have did that. He needs to try harder. This nigga just had, just had a whole bag of just doing what me and B are doing once a week. Just giving our opinion on shit. Right. ESPN is owned by uh, Disney. And this nigga live streamed. <laughs> I don't know if it was a bachelor party or just a party. Just, just got hookers. In, not hookers. Just a poker Strippers game. in the back, you know, twerking and shit and stuff. And this nigga is known to be married and stuff. And, and so they fired his ass. Smoking weed, too. Smoking weed. Yes. Uh, Disney probably doesn't, you know, support that. Um Lost at ESPN job, and he's like, "Don't worry about it. You know, it's all good." Like, nigga, what? <laughs> you know, it's funny. I, I read that the reason why they decided decided to fire him though was not necessarily what he was doing. They didn't like what he was doing. The problem was that it was his live stream. It wasn't like somebody else was filming it. And he was just there. He decided 
to sell. Oh, I'm sorry, B. I didn't know I needed to clear that up. Yeah, it was his shit. <laughs> no, he wasn't just a nigga in the background. No, he was he was giving live commentary. Yeah, I'm sorry, B. I didn't know, but thank you, B. Probably some listeners out there. It's like that nigga ain't dumb enough to he shit. He was in the wrong place. Wrong. No, he is. You know, nobody, not a soul. This nigga. Hey. Look at this shit behind me, man. Um, <laughs> you need to get down here, girl. Or what are you saying? You, it's still room for you to come down. Like, what? Shit, man. You're inviting other stripper hookers to the party? We like- got the hoes right here. The only thing <laughs> is mo hoes. You got people we trying to spin. We trying to spin out here. Oh, uh, shit, man. But uh, <laughs> all right. One, another player. Chris Weber. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Chris absolutely. Weber. Uh, hell, he could have gone in for just being a college player. That, them five, five, five niggas changed the game. Though Jalen Rose is never getting in. Well, neither Chris Webber's. Chris Webber's probably the thing that that changed his trajectory was that timeout at the end of the finals game. He called timeout when the team had no more timeouts, and they. What lost. do you mean change his trajectory? He was still number one pick. I know, but there was always like a cloud over him. You don't agree? You don't think there was a cloud over him? And then Not when he was a Golden State man, you, okay, I tell you when that cloud lifted. That cloud lifted when he's going down the court and Barkley was coming at him. That nigga wrapped the ball around his back and dunked it. That's when the cloud. That lifted. was Sacramento, though, right? No, Golden State. Okay, but don't forget there was there was Washington Wizards too. Golden State was his first place, but he went. And he and Rashid were at Washington. That shit didn't work out. Don't right. know why. Probably so, was coaching. Don't so know Golden, why. Golden State, that was one of my favorite teams. That team Chris Weber was on in Golden State had Tim Hardaway, Latrell Sprewell, Chris That was Bowen. a fun-ass team. It was. I love that team. But when he got to Washington, they called him a crybaby. They called him soft. It didn't work. They called him all kinds of things. That cloud from that timeout shit was still hanging over his head. Until he got to Sacramento is when he became like a, a, a champion-type player. Yeah. I, that, you know... It took him a I don't while. even know if you can count them Washington years, man. It was just a failed experiment. The shit just didn't work. Even yeah. Rasheed Wallace, the shit did not work. I don't remember why it didn't work. It just did not. So that nigga's going in. Uh, he, he's, he should go in. You know, what's so crazy about this is I think he's a great commentator as well, but I saw when uh, on a forum site when he got fired from TNT the other day, they were like, oh, I hated that nigga. He was trash. He was awful. He was boring. I thought he always did well as a commentator. He got fired? Yeah. Oh. Yep, he's fired from TNT uh, like five days ago or something. They didn't say why. He'll probably make it on NBA TV. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he did something. I don't know. One thing that's shocking to me about him, that nigga was never bald. Yeah. It was always a choice. That's crazy. Wow. Nigga got afro right now if you want. What's Um, up with his eyes? That's the problem with Chris Webber. He's always crying or something. He's got that face, man. He's got that... that, that, uh, that droopy dog face. No, I mean, there are tears that literally come out of his eyes all the time when he's talking on 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 TV. Like his eyes get like cloudy. Like he, it's not like he's crying. I'm saying his, he has a problem with his eyes watering. Nigga, I don't know if you say so, man. Did you know he was a rapper too, just like Kobe? Led by a successful, rest in peace. Uh, by a successful, um, right? B, do you know how fucking of a bad motherfucker you gotta be? To be in the Hall of Fame as a player and as a goddamn coach? Uh, there are a couple of them. Lenny Wilkins, uh, Doc Rivers. Um, Doc Rivers ain't in the Hall as a, as a, as a, as a, as a player, man? What you uh, talking about? I just want him to because he's a hawk. I just want him to. Just give it to me. Please, let's pretend. Nah, man. Fuck Doc. I Lenny, don't like Lenny Doc Wilkins Rivers. definitely is, though. He was Between a, the Celtics and the Clippers, he, he's dead to me. Okay. Uh, Bill Russell. I guess they just wanted to say, hey, can we give Bill some more shit? That nigga's still alive. Can we give him some more shit? 
What can we give him? Yeah. Well, he did coach that team. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That Put him in over that shit. He, but he wasn't. Okay. What do you mean he wasn't? He, they, they won a championship when he was coaching. Yeah, but who, was the, who were the other teams that played? Don't matter. Okay. <laughs> you type of nigga woman put an asterisk behind that Lakers championship last year. I'm not going to do it. Fuck you. It ain't happening. Raise the banner. It's fine. <laughs> okay. A ring is a ring. Right. Doesn't matter. Um, for some reason, B, I've been watching a lot of fucking black exploitation movies lately. You ever, you ever watch any black exploitation movies on purpose as yeah, a man? I have, but they're so bad that not, I, not very much. They're so bad. Have you seen Willie Dynamite? I don't know that I have. Willie Dynamite. It's one that likes about pimps, of course, black exploitation. Right. Um, pimps are trying to consolidate and their power and give people different regions. And <laughs> Willie Dynamite has to go his own way because he's got the best hoes. Oh, they go where they want. They go where they please. Funniest thing about that is a there's a the light skin and pimp says Willie. Listeners not gonna be able to see this, but B's gonna see this. Willie, you got that vision. <laughs> oh man yeah. Shit man That black exploitation movie Made us feel sad Made us Made us feel We, we redeemed Willie Dynamite He had that We redeemed the pimp We At the end of it He's rede- I mean he had, He caused He ruined several women's lives This one woman Was supposed to be a model She got her face cut up When nice. she went to jail On a prostitution charge Nice So the movie Still want us to be sad About Willie I'm like shit man <laughs> If this is the shit We're making And white people are watching No wonder that shit And uh, Willie Dynamite's got that iconic scene Where the pimp's got the fur out He starts skipping down the steps of the courthouse Into a car Oh my god Oh it's been alright But uh Then I watched Petey Wheatstraw The Devil's (laughs) Son-in-Law Rudy Ray Mork A Dolomite Way down in the jungle deep (sighs) The lion stepped on the signifying monkey's motherfucking You you took a whole day under this then Motherfucker can't you see (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't a whole day. This shit's on YouTube for free. Oh wow! It just has Russian letters. In it. I don't understand, so I, don't, I probably gave my television a virus. But whatever. All right, uh, y'all, y'all, y'all hoarding gas down in Georgia, B? There were people hoarding gas, putting gas in all kinds of crazy shit. Yes, Tupperware, <laughs> uh, uh, fucking uh, bags, bins. Plastic bins. How can you put tra- uh, gas in bags? That doesn't even make any sense. Like a trash bag. I don't feel bad for these people getting accidents in their sh- in their ca- in their cars burning all the way down. Yeah. What the fuck? You? Exp- I saw a Tesla. It either had Georgia plates B, or Florida plates. Now, because the plates are so close B, <laughs> I couldn't give you the benefit of the doubt. Just say there was Florida plates. So it could have been Georgia plates on this Tesla. It had all of this gas on a little rack behind the Tesla. I'm like, what in the fuck is this shit? You don't even need it. Right. <laughs> you don't even need it. Shit. Fucking gas is apparently the new toilet paper in 2021. It Shit. is. So why are people hoarding gas? For those that don't know, uh, apparently there is a group of hackers associated with Russia, uh, not necessarily with the Russian government. That link up hasn't been shown, but probably. And they hacked uh, a specific pipeline, and this was a main pipeline that supplies gas. I think to most to the to the south, southeast, the east, yeah. And somehow or another, the pipeline shut down, and so there's now um, not as much gas as there would be. And so people found this out, and they decided, ah, 
hoard all the gas before there's no gas anywhere ever. So that's what they're doing. That is what they're doing. Uh, hopefully it'll stop soon. Well, it stop. I heard the pipelines got back up and running. Yeah, they gave them $5 million is what I heard. Yeah, well. They paid the ransom. Well, you have to. Yeah, gas has showed up again. Uh, we had coworkers that took the whole week off. They use that as a, a a reason to take the week off because they couldn't afford to get gas or, It'll be or find Modern gas. problems require modern solutions. Yeah. <laughs> Sadly, I had to go because I have an electric car. So I had to do other people's work all week. Well, you didn't have to do it well. So, B, you heard about the new shit from the CDC, right? <laughs> uh, about not having to wear masks once you're vaccinated? Right. Yes. You know the problem with that? What? So, essentially, the CDC is saying, hey, man, if you don't, if you have your vaccine, if you have, if you've been fully vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask. The problem with that is how do you know who's been fully vaccinated? Right. So, we doing this shit on the honor system? Good idea, bad idea. So I don't know why this happened. I wonder if it's if someone had a bright idea that if we tell people this shit, they'll maybe more people won't get vaccinated. Maybe that's one reason why they did it. Because I can't imagine why you would do this, particularly when people are not asking to see your vaccination cards yet. I think it's a publicity stunt. To what end? Uh, because if you notice, the message also says at the end that you still must abide by any pub, any postings or private property uh, rules. So most places have a sign up saying you have to wear a mask if you want to come here. It allows the CDC to step, put them, take themselves out of being the bad guy. And now it's not government anymore. Now it's your local Walmart or your local restaurant that's saying you have to wear a mask. And we have to. The law says that there's a private private property. You have to abide that rule. Now the CDC gets the government part out of regulating whether people wear masks or not. So it really didn't matter. They just used the vaccination as a, as a, a way to kind of step out of the way. Because, I mean, everybody's looking to the government now. We're blaming the government. Everything is the government's failure. So they're taking themselves out of it. I think it's just publicity. Normally, I'd want to, you know, step in the dojo with you on this one. But the truth of the matter is, I don't know why the fuck they would say this. Because we already know... 30 to 40 percent of Americans who are not vaccinated right now are not vaccinated because they don't fucking want to be vaccinated. And they're not all on the right. There are some on the left and shit, some in the middle. Some people just don't want vaccinations, period, for all kinds of reasons. And, you know, we're not no one's asking to see your vaccination card. They call them vaccination passports. That's not a thing. Right. So what the fuck are we doing? What? How does somebody know that you've gotten a vaccination? Do That's you, my point. I'm saying, but is there a way? Do you have anything that you can show people? Like, other than, is there like a receipt of some kind? Do you, um, is that even a thing? You're making me nervous here. What do you mean? Is there some type of receipt? Like how a person goes and gets the first- Is this your way of telling me that you haven't been vaccinated yet? I have not been vaccinated yet. And I will not get vaccinated. It's not going to happen. Hold your horses. Okay. So while I'm on my horses, go to this. I made him walk away from the computer. I think he's pretty upset with me. He doesn't appear to um, be coming back yet. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not getting vaccinated, though. I don't care what this dude comes up with, what, is, what he says. <clears throat> Sorry about that, listeners. I had to go to the secret vault of right. my half of the dojo. Now, you can't say this, but I'm showing B my vaccination card. It has okay. my name. It has my date of birth. It has 
uh, listed the vaccine, first dose, second dose, and it says the lot, the product. Uh, I received Pfizer. So it says Pfizer, then it has the actual serial numbers for what I was given. And it says the dates when I got it. And then there's the sign off by the healthcare professional. So this is going to be my passport okay. probably sooner than later uh, <clears throat> to go places, to travel, go to another country. And so, uh, B, I don't really think you're going to be able to do much yeah. outside of Georgia until you get a, you have a pass, you, you have a vaccination card by whatever means you have a vaccination card. It's very possible. Because the truth of the matter is, is I don't believe these, I mean, but you, you see what it is. A lot of it's, is, is handwriting. A lot yeah. of it's, so, I mean, I'm sure that you could, someone could have these produced. Right. And I don't know how you would check it. They, they sure as fuck not going to have the lot numbers. Yeah. It won't make sense if, you, if no. you had one. So here's my thing, right? I am not saying that there's no way I would take the vaccination. I'm saying that if it's up to me, I'm not taking it. Now, if my job requires me to have it, to travel or to whatever, then That's I mean, I'll cross that bridge, but I'll, but I'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Well, I don't know, B. You're in a Southern state. I know out here in California, uh, employers are already doing that. Right. I know my job is already doing it. Matter of fact, my job has had uh, vaccination pop-ups yeah and they brought in and it was uh, the pfizer va- uh, vaccine you know uh california was a very hot spot uh i'm an at-risk person yeah uh so you know that's not really something i want to play around with so that's why i, right. I got it right um but in any event uh i, I think that's you're gonna have to have a piece of paper one way or another yeah um my niece just didn't she had a full scholarship to spellman which is considered one of the best hbcus Hell fucking yeah. It's considered one of the best universities overall also, but she denied her enrollment because they are requiring the vaccination to go there. She doesn't want it? She doesn't want it. Mm. Well, she's not going to Spelman. And she had a scholarship. You know, I mean, so it's... It's kind of a dumb reason. I don't know. I don't know. It depends on your politics because that's what it is now. It's politics. It's a dumb reason. It, I don't. I don't know. I, I can't say that she. Well, I don't know. Adult, I don't know so. if you. I don't know if you value college education, and you, and I, I know there's arguments both ways. Well, she's still going to college. It's not Spelman. Spelman's a very good college. It is a very good college. Well, I didn't go to a very good college because I hadn't worked out my financial aid package. And I didn't go to another great school because I don't like cold weather. So <laughs> I didn't go to a great college because I didn't. I wanted to be able to afford it out of pocket, even with my GI bill. It's still hard to do. No, it wasn't, actually. Well, maybe it is now. It is it now. Is, my- it is now, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is now. <laughs> yeah, my oldest, you know, he's uh, in the Air Force. He's trying to figure out payment, you know. Yeah. And it's just, it's, it's juggling. Yeah. It's a shame how little we do for the people that protect us. Uh, speaking of which, you want to go international or stay domestic before we get up out of here? Because if we go international, we might get canceled. Mm, uh, that's that's a tough one. That I know what you're going to talk about there. That's a I don't. That's a tough one because this I don't, nigga scared over here. I don't want to cancel. I won't get canceled I'm, either. I'm not scared. I just I just know I don't want to get canceled either. I don't agree with the bullshit, and I and I have a problem accepting the bullshit. And you can't tell me 
that this not this isn't bullshit. So maybe okay. All right, all right, stop. So let me, let me two minutes in on on the domestic. Liz Cheney's ass, Dick Cheney's daughter. She got removed from being the number three uh, uh, Republican representative in the House of Representatives because that bitch won't bow down to Trump. She said the election was not was not rigged, and she says if you you know you know uh, um, being quiet on a lie or or uh, embracing a lie is only going to empower the liar. Uh, Trump's gonna fuck up all of this shit, basically. Yeah. And you know, if you if you like uh, democracy and you support the Constitution, then you know you, you need to move on. And Trump's gonna tank the party. And uh, so, so they they got rid of her for that shit. She's no longer in in uh, Republican leadership. Yeah, which means that the Republican Party ain't the Republican Party no more. It don't get more conservative than Uncle Dick's uh, daughter. It don't. Right. And so it is gone now, full cult. But you knew full it had you cult knew, of it, Trump. You knew that it had to, though, right? You recognized it. Didn't have it. To. it no, it had no, to. McCarthy could no. McCarthy could. Kevin McCarthy, the uh, the minority leader of the House of Representatives, he didn't have to allow this to happen. He thought that if he went down and bowed down to Trump, he would get access to Trump's donors list. You See, don't. The donors so, list is how you get money for all these elections downstream. Because they want to take back the House of Representatives. You need the donors list. Remember how we talked a while ago how the GOP was trying to raise money and they used Trump's name and Trump sent them a cease and desist letter? <laughs> no, I don't remember that. Because <laughs> he wants to consolidate all the money coming into him. Right. You need money to win. Right. And I think Kevin McCarthy, two things. One, you realize that a lot of people in the Republican Party have you know, drink the Trump Jim Jones Kool Aid. That's what and I was they don't thinking. care. That's what I was thinking. That it's the base. And two, those same motherfuckers will give money if you can contact them. And so he was hoping that he could get Trump's donor list, and Trump would kind of be, you know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah, these guys is okay. Had he not done that, had he cut off the head, then it wouldn't be what it is now. But we're in a serious problem. Uh, this country is we at a at a at a, in a bad spot. Regarding democracy, regarding the Constitution, we'll talk about that next. Let's try to get canceled now. So, B, this bullshit you were talking about, what are you talking about? This international bullshit. What am I talking about? Yeah, what are you talking about? I'm talking about anybody with eyes knows that. You know, it's amazing to me. This nigga try not to get canceled too because you fuck with these people. Think bad things happen to you. Look at Nick Cannon. I think that's about to change. I really Nick do. Cannon was on his goddamn podcast. He fucked up and they came and got him. I think this is about to change, Kunta. I think people have had enough of this bullshit. I think that the world has had enough of this. And it don't matter, man. They got we armed them. Yeah. yeah. They got real shit. They got real ordinance. Yeah. We've armed other people though. Not um, them, not the people they dropping this shit on. They got they got they got suicide bombs, maybe a rocket here or there, and some AK 47s. Yeah. These niggas got tanks, yeah. F 15s. Yeah. Um, the world is sitting back now and, and seeing right on the heels of Black Lives Matter and um, what that was last summer, the world is now sitting and watching Israel. I didn't say that. Pretend that they are the chosen people for it, not just in, in religion, but on a fucking piece of land. Even though history will show you that... It, before the 40, I think 46 or something, 
it wasn't their land. So I don't know what this chosen, this chosen shit is, this entitlement, this sense of entitlement goes to, but it's become atrocious because... Um, it's apartheid, that's what it is. I've seen, I've seen apartment buildings being demolished by missiles. Um, and I, I mean, I know that most people, when they think of war or they think of uh, two warring people... Armed conflict. You yeah. think that it's an um, army fighting another army or a navy fighting another navy. Or, but the, the, the sad truth about this is that Palestine doesn't have any of these things to, to fight. So when you're talking about Israel versus Palestine, you're talking about Israel's military versus Palestine's citizens. Some niggas. And when you're fighting civilians... It's not very easy to pick out who's an adult or who's a man or who's a combatant or it's hard. It's harder to pick those things out. So what Blow we're seeing, what we're seeing images of is apartment buildings being demolished by missiles, neighborhoods being demolished by bombs and missiles, churches, um, Omas. You're, you're seeing atro- atrocities, um, and it's not one black person getting shot by the police or a hundred black people shot by police is a neighborhood and whoever's in that neighborhood is just, hey, hopefully, hopefully you evacuated that neighborhood. I, we didn't tell you to. We didn't tell you we were bombing it, but you know. So I think that because of us being on the heels of so much social unrest in America with Black Lives Matter or with police brutality or whatever the, the, the trend is of the, the social activism right now, the fact that this came right on the heels of that was really poor timing for Israel because America's kind of done with the bullshit. At least at least a, a group of America is done with the bullshit. They're not going to give the ordinance back. I don't think it's about giving ordinance back. I think this is about um, enough people... What I'm saying is you can't make them stop. They no, got, no, you they... can. You can make them stop. How? Um, because, again, what we, what, when, we, when we move, the ass shakes. We're not moving. That's what I'm telling you, though. I think that that's that I think the sentiment in America is changing. And when that sentiment starts changing, when you start getting people who are constantly like that, that's their life's mission now to save Palestine, um, which doesn't make a lot of sense either, because these people didn't even know what Palestine was a few months ago. Um, when you start getting that sentiment changing, it starts it starts. Um, it starts the the uh, the domino effect of the people who are in charge having to do something. They may not do the right thing, but they're going to have to do something. They're going to have to make some types of statements. They're going to have to put, they're going to have to posture differently. They're going to have to set, like, they're going to have to set up something saying, hey, we're going to work to make this happen, whether that be peaceful transfer of land, which is what was supposed to happen, or um, full out war type situations. And I'm, I'm choosing my words because, not you necessarily know. because being being canceled so much as because I, I don't know that anyone who sees this could disagree with me, but I understand that there are people who will, and I just don't, I don't feel like having that argument, to be honest with you. I think that in reality... Uh, the situation with the Palestinians is more akin to apartheid that we saw uh, in South Africa. They have to have um, certain identification to come in and work, and they have to go back. They're kind of surrounded in an area. They kind of, you know... Not and, kind of. They're totally surrounded. And 
you know, it, it's like any oppressed people, eventually they're going to try to fight back. And, you know, you would hope, I'm choosing my words carefully because I happen to work in an industry where this could be a problem. And like Nick Cannon works in an industry where what he said was a fucking problem. Um, I think Palestine should be free. Um, I think that to pretend that it's okay to subjugate or head down a kind of genocide, not genocide, but a genocide type <laughs> path is not okay. Um, I think that the founding of Israel was problematic from the get-go. Uh, but you kind of alluded to this uh, after World War II. Uh, the world's leaders wanted the uh, Israel, the people of Israel, to have their own homeland. And I don't know who determined that's where it should be, but the problem was there was people there. And so the people that were there were moved out. Uh, and Israel was was given or handed this land that they were not on at the time. Um, that was the original sin. And yes. we also know that that Jerusalem, Jerusalem itself and everywhere around it, we know that that piece of land has been fought over probably more than any other piece of land that we know of in the history that we know. Uh, it's the center of three major religions. It's the holy place claimed by three major religions, uh, Judaism, um, Christianity, and Islam. And so that also plays a part in it. Uh, Israel has been held as a favorite nation by the West for a long time. Uh, the West has given them advantages and things, particularly um, weapons to protect themselves. They were essentially an island of, uh, I want to say democracy or an island of freedom in the middle, surrounded by quote unquote, all of these enemies. And so, um, It's not an easy thing to answer, but B, like you said, you have to, what are your eyes showing you? My eyes are showing me that civilians are being killed uh, with military ordnance at a high clip. Uh, my eyes are telling me that, okay, you got, you know, some people throwing uh, homemade rockets and, and maybe some, some, some uh, homemade bombs because that's all they got because they feel like they're oppressed. But then I also know that Netanyahu, since he's been in power, has never wanted to make peace. Um, the premier before Netanyahu, maybe it was uh, Simone, I can't think of it. But the, before Netanyahu, there was a pathway to trying to find some peaceful middle ground. But the hardliners won. And since the hardliners won, there's been more encroachment into Palestine and rebuilding Jewish settlements. And so I, I, don't, I don't know what to do, B, because anything you do that's not in support of Israel gets you labeled as an anti-Semite. Right. I don't think anybody wants to do that. But at the same time, you can't overlook these human atrocities, atrocities that are happening when you're dumping high military grade ordinance on 
and oppressed people that don't get much. So I know we could do something, B. I don't know how you do it. I don't know how. I want everybody to just go to, I'm not even going to play it. I'm not even going to play it on the show, but I want everybody to go in YouTube and search Irish MP reads out quotes made by Israeli ministers in 2014. It's about three minutes long. Watch that video. I mean, I don't know if any of that's true, but it's wild. Well, they're hardliners. They don't, they don't, they, the hardliners that won. I mean, it's kind of like, it's kind of like what's happening in this country now. In that certain parts of the country, these red states and these purple states, oh shit, people don't look like us. And these motherfuckers are voting. We got to fix this shit. We got to make this harder. We're going to lose our place. Right. It's kind of like that only if they could drop bombs. Only if Georgia could say, you fuckers, you know, fuck this shit up. And they start dropping bombs in Atlanta or Buckhead or Bankhead or wherever, wherever there's a high concentration of African American. Oh, you guys fuck this up. Let's be Buckhead. It'd be Bankhead. (laughs) Hey, man. I only know what what Tip tells me. Um, So it's, it's, Maybe it's not that far, but what it is, is people with power exerting those people who don't have it and they're doing it out in the open with what they think is impunity. And I don't know how the United States deals with this um, in a way. I don't know how the United States deals with this. I'll just leave it at that. I don't, I don't know what we do. Uh, you can't alienate Israel. Because if you, if you and you, you cook, and if you somehow or another leave them unprotected, you can't. They got too much shit. If they could somehow be left undefended, you would think that you know the other Muslim countries who are not democratic would run in. Though I don't even know if if, if Israel is really democratic. Maybe. So I, this is a complicated issue, and amongst themselves, before the current uh, administration in Israel, they had gotten to some kind of path to a middle ground. And so I don't know how they get back to that. You can't sanction Israel, B. You know that. United States is not going to sanction Israel. That's crazy talk. Yeah. What are you going to say? Please, could you please stop doing this? No. We're going to be on double secret probation. I mean, I don't know what the U.S. can do. It'd be interesting to see what Germany does. Germany is the new us. <laughs> It'd be interesting well, to see what they do. No, Germany is... Uh, see, then, then this is where it's real tricky. Too soon? <laughs> this is where it's real tricky. I don't know if Germany can... Too soon for Germany? I don't know if they can make a play on this one. <laughs> I didn't even see that one. I'm sorry. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I missed that one. Too soon. Yeah, I don't know if they can make a play on this one. They might have to... Germany, what do you think about Israel? I don't know. I don't even know them, man. I don't, I don't talk about people I don't know. <laughs> yeah, We're man. laughing. But there's, there are atrocities, atrocities being committed right now at this very moment. And I don't know what the play is for countries who hold themselves out to be defenders of humanity and, and, and you know, well, humanity, people, uh, people who can't protect themselves. I don't know what the play is. Can't sanction Israel. What else can you do? Please stop. Well, see what I'm saying? I do, but the the problem that I'm faced with is that if, for instance, you came to to my state and you are about to cross over the the, the state line and they stopped you and said, hey, um, I'm going to need you to sit over and go in this line right here. Um, You're probably going to be able to come to Georgia, but I need you to wait because we have a, you know, we need to get somebody to check you. You're a little different. Mm -hmm. And while you're sitting there waiting, 40, 40 white people or whatever, Europeans 
or whatever, Mexicans whatever. or whatever, come through and they just go right in. But you're sitting over there to the side in another line. And you notice that your line is just increasingly getting longer and longer and nobody's coming to check on y'all. And, you know, finally you say something, you know, hey, like, you know, can, can we go through? And they say, you know what? You're not coming in anyway. Just get out of line and go away. That's not um, figurative. That's literal in Israel right now. I said apartheid. That's literal. It's apartheid. How can you not... How can you say that you're for social activism and you're for inju- you're you're fighting injustice, and then you see that and you say nothing? I'm not because a person. That, I'm not a person that fights for injustice and social activism. So I'm maybe a, I'm not even a good person to make this argument. But if you are a person who does, how can you see this and, and just like oh you know what uh, uh. we've built up Israel to such a point? You know what it's like. No, I'm not going to do that. We built up Israel to such a point to where it's unthinkable that we could do anything other than ask them nicely to stop. And the rest of the West is like that. It, the relationship has built up since the 50s to such a, a, a position where all we can do is ask them to please stop. Because another thing is a strong Israel is a strong foothold for the West over in that part of the world. Absolutely. It's our and if we bag. signal that, hey, man, we don't like what they're doing, and the other countries around them say, oh, shit, they don't give a fuck what goes on here. Let's go on in. You got Iran, who has a real military. Turkey. You know, the Syrians. Oh, shit, well, fuck these niggas then. They got tanks. We got tanks, too. We got tanks, too. So it's a complicated, delicate situation, but at the end of the day, these niggas is killing People who got IEDs and sticks, some stones, yeah, and a couple AK-47s. So I don't know, man. Uh, I have eyes. You have eyes. It'll be interesting to see what stance Uncle Joe and his administration takes. Um, I don't have an answer. I didn't have an answer in 2005. Because when you know, this the same thing was going on then, didn't have an answer in 1995. Because this thing was going on then, I won't have an answer in 2026 when this thing is still going on. It's an unanswerable, unsolvable problem because it's hard. Is it? Yeah. Is it because? Okay, so I could be totally wrong, but what I've heard is that. Palestine just wants to have equal rights. They want to have equal amount of land or they want to have what was promised in the, in the, in the treaty or whatever it was. And I, I think that Israel has just refused to give up and give in to what they agreed to. Is that not the case? Am okay. I wrong there? I'm not completely sure. I know that Palestine you know, wants its freedom. What I will say is whatever Israel decides to do or not do, there's nothing that, that the West countries can really officially do to, to influence them to take a course of action they don't want to. But that's, again, I, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, whatever that summit was where, this, where the, the agreements were made, that is a global agreement. You don't get to say, well, I know we agreed, but uh, fuck that agreement. Like no, that, no. But what there I has just to said, be penalties to the globe. The globe has to provide that, that punishment. What I just said is 
because of the relationships and where it is, what can you know? We can't show the rest of the world that we are anywhere opposite of Israel, or Israel will find itself, you know, fighting wars all around it, and they will lose eventually. <laughs> Not eventually, quickly. Mm, if the yeah, entire maybe. Middle East decided to say fuck it, if they, if the entire Middle East said fuck it, come on. It's not, yeah, it's, and it's, it's not a, a situation where they could drop like, you know, nuclear ordinance because they're all too damn close together. So right. That's you're true. right. You're right. There's no, you know, let's say everybody got to die, but. Right. So because of that reason that you can't have even signal you don't support Israel. I don't know, man. All you can do is appeal to whoever is in power at the time. And the hardliners have been in power for a while. The hardliners are usually in power. Ariel Shimon, that was, that was the premier that was trying to get to peace and he got assassinated. I don't know who did it. Uh, and uh, so, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's a tough one. And, yeah. and, and the sad part is, is that, you know, being American, and I'll, I'll say just for me, I don't, I don't know if, if you want to agree to this, but we are shielded from so much. We may not even have half of the information. We may be talking out of our asses right now, but I can only go by what I've seen and what I've read and what I believe to understand. I've been to Israel before, um, and what I believe to understand, you know, to what I believe that I've seen. Like, you know, I, I want to make sure that I... Just to be clear, yes, I know you have, and I'm familiar with your lie. <laughs> that's an inside joke. That's inside baseball, people. We want to address that here. If you want to know what that's about, then <laughs> no we'll lies were told. Later however, date. however, um, so I want to, I want to definitely to be authentic. I have to also admit that there, it just, it just seems, it seems odd that it is what we see it is because that's just so atrocious and so it doesn't even, it doesn't even seem believable. But I guess it's the same thing they were saying about South Africa in the nineties, in the eighties, you know. Uh, or the last four years in the United States when Trump was just saying wild shit, wild racist shit. And it's like, nigga, yeah, just, what year is this? <laughs> so, so I actually believe that it's probably worse than what we know. And I can say that because there's nothing we can do. Yeah. Please stop. No. Okay. Shit. Could you not do that? Nah, I really got to. So I know, the best, it looks, it looks I think that we can hope. Hmm? Looks terrifying, man. If you look at a map of what area that Palestine gets to gets to have, and what you know, it's surrounded. It's completely surrounded by uh, aggressively op- opposing land. Everything around them is is against them and oppressive. So there's no way to you couldn't like leave your home and drive to another because you have to drive through Israel to get there on all sides. It's like a it's like it's a box. Yeah. That's scary. You know, That's terrifying. It's, it's a to prison. Me. That's terrifying to me. It's camp. It's a concentrated camp. It's terrifying. So, um, we'll see what happens, man. I predict they will bomb, continue bombing the shit out of them till they get tired, like they normally do. Uh, maybe there will be enough peace calls for them to say, oh, "Okay, all right, all right, okay, we've dropped enough ordinance for now." But I don't think this situation is going to change anytime soon because the hardliners continue to win in Israel, and they usually oh, hold do. Hold on, Kunta, did you hear? Did you read that the average, the median age in Palestine is seventeen? That can't be right. 
I, I I read that somewhere, man. It's like it low, can't be right. It's a low number. It's like a seventeen it can't to twenty-five. Be that low. Goodness gracious, man! If that's true, though, goodness, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I just that just popped in my head. I need to do research on that. B, what can we tell them to do other than ask nicely? Like I said, if we, it's like remember when back at the at the impeachment where the people were talking about, well, if we don't, you know. If we somehow show that we're not an ally of this small country that's facing Russia, then they'll get overrun. If we somehow show that we're not 100% behind Israel, then everyone around Israel is going to be like, oh, oh shit. Well, we can just go in there. So they are, in theory, a stabilizing thing in the Middle East. Yeah. But they're acting unstable because they know, you know, I don't know, man. This this is this is a tough one. Uh, the pictures are terrible. Uh, I'm not, you know. I hope that someone can can find a middle ground. I'm hopeful, but I have eyes and I've been alive. This has been the problem for most of my life. So I guess we will do what we always do, which is wait and see what happens. Um, We'll learn a lot. If the Biden administration doesn't do much, then that tells us all we need to know. 20.8 years, Kunta. The state of Palestine ranks number 121 in the list of countries and dependencies by population. The population density in the state of Palestine is 847 per kilometer. Uh, The median age in the state of Palestine is 20.8 years. 20.8. You know what that means, right, people? I mean, I don't know know if I have to spell that out for you, but... The median age here in the United States is ooh, upper 70s. So that's a whole additional 50-ass years. Because even though we have mass shootings, we normally don't have people dropping ordinance on us because a couple of people decide to do some dumb shit. We don't got the answers, man. We just step in the dojo from time to time. Sometimes we fight. Sometimes we argue. And sometimes we wind up where we are right now, shaking our heads. We'll see what pops off next week. No matter what, it'll be black on both sides. Where nothing is black and white.